Welcome to the People Powered Business Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Lee Billet. If you employ staff, engage contractors, or rely on people to help deliver your products or services, you're in the right place. Join us each week as we dive in to uncover what makes people tick, learn the best strategies and tactics to build an amazing team, and most importantly, discover how you, the business owner or leader, can unleash the power of your people to help create the successful business you deserve. Let's get started. Hi there, it's Christy Lee here and welcome to episode number 148 of the People Powered Business Podcast. Wonderful to have you here today. Today is part one of a two-part series where I am again joined by another special guest on the podcast. I always love chatting to interesting individuals on the podcast and bringing you, the listeners, some really insightful information in relation to how we deal with our teams. And today's uh, interview is no exception. So today again is part one of a two-part series, and this is a revisit of a connection conversation that I held back in November 2022. Now, you may recall, I've spoken about this on the podcast previously, that in November in New South Wales, it was Small Business Month, and we were celebrating connecting to drive success in our businesses. And I had the pleasure of interviewing a number of special guests on our live social channels, actually, throughout the month. And today is a recording of part of one of those conversations, and we're going to share part two with you next week. Now, today's discussion is fascinating. I was actually really enthralled by some of our guests' insights, and our focus was on using our voices as leaders to influence our people. And the guest I'm joined by is Anne-Marie Wilshire from Vibrant Voices. Now, Anne-Marie helps leaders and speakers whose voice is an integral part of their brand and their, their job, which as leaders, our voice is important, to become more impactful, to transform their voice style and message, and to speak with confidence and authority so that the people um, listen and hear what they need them to hear. Now, she does this through her Vibrant Voices framework in both individual and group coaching programs and in her Vibrant Voices studio membership community. So she helps clients to transform their voice and their message into a powerful asset that authentically reflects them and makes their message more memorable and compelling. She is a recognized expert in the areas of voice and presentation skills, as well as leadership, influence, collaboration, conflict resolution, and authenticity. And she has been doing this work for more than 30 years now. Now, I've had the pleasure of working with Anne-Marie myself, and she is a genius in this space. And she really demonstrates really powerfully in our discussion how voice is so important on us having impact in the messages we are trying to deliver to our team. I don't know about you, but have you ever spoken to one of your team members and thought, are they even listening? Are they even hearing what I'm trying to say? I'm sure you've had that experience. And Anne-Marie shares with us how our voice is one of the most powerful assets we have to get our team to hear what we need them to hear. Now, today's discussion focuses around some of the science around our voice. We talk about how people hear our tone well before our words, and therefore how we say things is so impactful, possibly even more impactful than, in fact, 
what we say, and the science behind how our brains are processing that. I find this fascinating. And then in part two of the discussion next week, we are going to chat about um, the different scenarios that we're going to need to use our voice in different ways to get our message across, to get our team to hear us, and to influence our people. Now, before we dive into the discussion, I want to let you know that Anne-Marie has shared a very special free resource just for those of you listening in to the conversation. I'm going to put a link in today's show notes, and I highly encourage you to go and grab a copy. It is her free voice guide, and it includes 10 tips to help you learn how to love the sound of your own voice and also speak with confidence and credibility. They're 10 really juicy tips. So definitely go and grab a copy. There is a link in today's show notes. The URL is a bit lengthy, so I won't read it out, but it's over at vibrantvoices.com.au forward slash special offer. Small biz no special offer. So just head to today's show notes and click the link. That'll be the simplest way to get access to that uh, free resource. So go ahead and grab that. And let's dive into part one of today's discussion with Anne-Marie Wilshire from Vibrant Voices. To those of you who I don't know, hi there. My name's Christy Lee. I'm a HR practitioner and I work with small to medium-sized businesses on all elements of their people. I am passionate about seeing small businesses succeed by creating the right teams and knowing just how to manage and lead them within the small business environment. I've been working with small businesses for more than 20 years on exactly that. Now, before I introduce today's guest, I am really, really excited to get into today's connection conversation because what is the most powerful asset that we have when it comes to influencing and guiding our team in order to drive business success. It's our own voice, of course. And so today I have a voice and communication expert joining us to talk about how we can use our voice to communicate with our team in order to drive business success. Today I'm welcoming Anne-Marie Wilshire from Vibrant Voices to chat to us about exactly that. Now, Anne-Marie is an industry expert. For more than 30 years, she has been helping speakers and senior managers and business owners just like you to confidently communicate their message with clarity and power. She's teaching them the secret to mastering their asset of their voice and to increase their impact and authority to make their message memorable so that people sit up and listen when they speak. And as business owners, I know we would all like our teams to do exactly that. Now, Anne-Marie's consulting career has encompassed a diverse range of industries from finance and banking to international management consultancies, manufacturing, distribution, scientific research, medical, pharmaceutical, and small boutique firms. So she's worked with the full gamut of business owners, leaders, and managers to help them use their voice to have impact. So without further ado, let's welcome Anne-Marie to today's Connection Conversation. Anne-Marie, Welcome. Thank you. Thank you so much, Christy Lee. It is so lovely to be here with you and to have the opportunity to talk about something that I am just so passionate about. Fantastic. Now, we've done the formal intro, but let's really get to know you. Why don't you tell everyone a little bit about who you actually are, who you work with, and what you're most passionate about right now? Oh, I'm going to start with what I'm most passionate about, which is I love the way you say because the untapped resource that we have in our voice. Mm. And I've got to apologise first up. I'm coming off bronchitis and laryngitis. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> you know, everybody, it was, you know, blurgy that got me. Um, and so my voice is a little bit scratchy, but 
excuse me if I'm a little bit froggy on that one. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, But how we, when we use our voice effectively, it's really a game changer in our relationships. And people often look outside themselves to find the solutions to how to get their team, negotiating with a client, being influential with their peers. And as you said, it's already in us. It's our voice. And to watch people transform and feel so much more confident and powerful and become rock stars in their world because they are able to tap into using their voice with intention. So their really true message, their authenticity comes across. And I've been doing that in my life in so many different ways. I've, I, you know, when I was a little kid, and I, I was practicing piano, and I, and I used to stand up and do "Twinkle Twinkle Little Star" as a as a performance piece for anybody that came to visit. God help them. Um, <laughs> and so I went on to study singing and spoken voice, and have performed all around Australia. I'm a recording artist. I've worked on TV and radio, etc., as well. Uh, and at the same time, I was building my knowledge about the physiology and acoustics of voice. And I was working in organisations with effective communication and how do we craft our message and understand differences when working with different kinds of people and how do we adapt all of that to be as impactful as we possibly can. So I've come from many different angles to kind of layer in this capacity for us to be present and resonate our message in a way that really lands. Fantastic. Now, I don't know about anyone else who's watching and joining us live, but the moment Anne-Marie speaks, I suddenly become very conscious and very, uh, you know, very aware of how I'm about to speak next because the tone, and I think that's really part of today's conversation, it's so, it, what we say, of course, is important, but how we say it is really where we have the opportunity to make impact influence and you know for us as business owners it's about influencing our team possibly to do the things we need them to do so when we deliver our message in a way that's um, not going to be heard and certainly not going to be impactful it's going to have a big um, it's going to be really challenging to get our team to um, to come on board so um, immediately as soon as I hear you speak I think Ah, yes, must tap into that. <laughs> well, now, and you know, it's, it's very it's very interesting what you said, Christy Lee, just there, because, you know, some people may be aware of the statistics, which which may move a little bit, but I basically words are like 10% of mm-hmm. our message, and yet we swat on what we're going to say. We talked about how am I going to tell so-and-so about this? Will I say this? Will I say that? You know, write it all down. And or we're presenting and we've got reams of notes, but how much focus do we put on the body language and our voice? And when we're talking online like we are now, like let's just say 85-ish percent or more of our message is our voice style, our resonance, our capacity to really infuse what we're saying with what we really mean. So, I mean, I love the story and it's an oldie but it's a goodie because we all know it. You've been in a meeting and you've said something really fabulous. <laughs> it's a great idea. It's a wonderful insight. Nobody hears it. And then Roger down the other end of the table says exactly the same thing and it was, oh, it's revolutionary, you know, and you go, yes. Oh. 
that's about delivery. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, and I work with so many teams. Yes, that, that have exactly that, and they'll be frustrated because they they feel. In fact, just a couple of weeks ago, I was doing a, a team building session with a team, and one of the key things was I want to feel heard. And this was from a very brilliant young person, but clearly the way she's communicating is not reaching the ears of the people that she really wants it to. So I do find that really fascinating. Before we continue, if you are joining us live and you have a question that you would like to ask or you want to participate in the conversation and add your experiences, please go ahead and use the chat, whether you're on Facebook or in LinkedIn, just go ahead and use the chat and we will definitely answer any questions that you do have um, as we travel along today. So let's, I guess, get into a question that I have. I really want to understand why our voice has such a powerful role to play when it comes to leading our teams and uh, driving our business success. Why is the voice so important? I mean, you've just shared that what we say is only about 10%. The voice makes up a a huge chunk beyond that, I assume. Yeah. Uh, Live, you know, if you go with Maharabian's research, which some people go, I'm not sure that's quite accurate, but it gives you some ballpark. Mm -hmm. Um, The voice is about 35% of the communication and the rest is body language. But I don't actually separate voice and body language because I think they go together in many ways. And, uh, yeah, so let's answer your question because it's such a great question. So what is it about voice that Mm -hmm. makes it so important and impactful? What's going on there? Well, Firstly, let's look at neuroscience for a moment. Sound is processed through the limbic brain. So, and and it processes that, the sound of your voice, before the data and content is processed in the prefrontal cortex. Ah, this is fascinating. Yeah. So we go, oh, wait, what am I saying? What What are the words I'm using? They're not hearing that till they and their subconscious picks up your tone. So if you go, that was a great idea. Now, that's that's not congruent. So we are beings that pick up that incongruency without even noticing that we're doing it. And the tone and pace and quality of our voice is registering whether that person feels that we're honest, whether they we're connected, whether we're, our intention is what they, you know, they're comfortable with, much, much, much more than actually what we're saying. And, you know, it's so easy to sweat on the words mm. and not even leave the space or awareness of that intention. So that's a really, really important part of it. Mm. So that's So just to recap that point, when we're delivering a message, they hear our tone before they're going to ever process any of the content that we're speaking, the words that we're using. It's lightning fast. Mm -hmm. They don't even know they're doing it. It's it's happening, yeah. And I wonder whether that influences, and I'm sure it does influence, what they're about to do with the data that's about to enter uh, for processing because they've already heard the tone, they've already decided that you're not interested you're angry, you're frustrated, whatever Patronizing. you're doing Yeah, yeah. And that's going to uh, I shade how they interpret the content that they're about to process. Yeah, mm. yeah. Now, if we take it an, at another level, mm. why is it so important? Because 
I mean, I, what I'm passionate about, my my secret source that I just love, 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 love working with people on is it's the combination of voice, message, so crafting the message so you get the most out of your voice and mm. your intention. Mm. So do you resonate your intention? So um, I don't know. Can we think of what's a, what's a, maybe someone could put in chat or Christy mm-hmm. Lee, what's a statement that some, that might be one of your people might say or you might say? I think something that I know a lot of the business owners I work with struggle with is they want to let an employee know that they're not doing what they're wanting them to do. They're wanting to pull them up on something and redirect them. And they absolutely sweat over the words. You're 100% right. What am I going to say? And the other thing they often do is then try and fill in the gaps with lots more words <laughs> they yeah. needed to say and lose the message entirely. So it might be um, something like um, I'm not entirely happy with how this has been done. That's a very basic example, but let's nice. run with that. Nice. Okay. So. I'm not entirely happy with how this has been done. Okay. Now it's 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 kind of brutal. It's mm-hmm. all data. It sort of sounds like a robot, you know. Yeah. Um, there is uh, now it's going to depend, all of this is a caveat because it depends on the style of the person that you're speaking to. Mm. But if you're speaking to someone who's a, a detailed, reflective kind of person who's a team player, who loves helping everybody, who really wants everybody to have be respected and 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 um, have a place to speak up, then that style of person is going to find that way of delivering that really brutal. Mm. It's going to close them down straight away. Mm-hmm. If you were to say, you know, I'm not entirely happy with how this has been completed. So I've done a few different things. I've changed the rhythm up a lot. Mm-hmm. So I've kind of gone, I'm not entirely happy with how this has happened or done, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I've, mm, but I've also gone inside the words. So what people do, when because people are so unconscious of their voice, they don't even know how to do it differently. They go, oh, good, Anne-Marie, intention, thanks for that, uh, you know. But how do you really do that? You do it by getting inside the words. I'm not entirely happy with how this has been done. And you'll do it in your own way, in your own style. But you leave room. So what that's saying is I'm reflecting on it. There's a kind of, hmm, there's a bit of room to move. It's a bit more spacious. It's a kind of questioning at the end rather than a blunt statement. So, I mean, you could unpack it lots of different ways. But does that give you a sense of, that, that there's so much room to poo, to just take a moment before you speak to think about what's this person like? Now let's take someone else, for example, who's a very positive, um, they love change and innovation, they love blue sky and collaborative conversations, you know, and you go, I'm not entirely happy with how that's, that's been done. Well, you know, again, they just boost their balloon, they're but if you went, you know, I'm not entirely happy with how this happened. You know, you're kind of a bit chatty and a bit, you know, a bit fun, a bit light. And they're like, yeah, you know, I'm not sure about that bit either. 
that's how they would respond. Mm-hmm. So again, we use our voice. We're going all over the place here, but we you we use our voice to to show rapport for that behavioural style, if you like, by matching the rhythm or the melody of that kind of person. Mm. What I love is that both examples had a sense of curiosity about them, a sense of questioning. And I think that when we, uh, you know, particularly when we're talking to our team about something that maybe isn't great, when we leave space to acknowledge that we're actually curious about maybe why it's going this way or why it's not working I think we get a very different reaction from our people than if like you said we're being blunt and it's very sort of full stop or exclamation mark almost at the end that's what it's sort of feeling is that we get and Mm -hmm. I think both examples showed a curious side a questioning side Mm -hmm. and I think we get so much more from our people when we are actually truly curious about what's happening and like you said their response is going to be very different um, in terms of their energy, but also their interaction, their willingness to participate in a solution potentially. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that I really liked there was just demonstrating the space to give our words, sometimes especially, because I think that's a that's a pitfall that I see a lot of people fall into, and myself included, is we feel like because <clears throat> possibly we're a little nervous about delivering the message or we're not confident, we rush our words and yeah. we just try and blurt it out as quickly as possible and think that that's good enough. And one of the things I'm so often telling our, our people, our HR members and our consulting clients is don't feel the need to rush the words or to fill in the gaps but leave some space for the message to sort of sink in and be heard. Yeah, I love that, Christy Lee. And I, I think it's a kind of amusing one because, you know, like let's just say you, you've got a, you're a, a manager, you've got some people under you and your manager says to you, I've had some feedback, you know, you tend to rush when you're speaking in meetings. Um, it would be really good for you to slow down. <laughs> right? and, and, and it's like, well, again, well, thank you very much. Uh, but <laughs> how do I do that? Yes. And I don't, I don't actually say to people, well, you should slow down. What I say is, how do you move the rhythm around? Mm. Because Christy Lee, you're highly animated, you're articulate, you've got a lot to say. You're never going to sound like a slug. You know? <laughs> like, hi, Christy Lee here. You know, no. It's just not congruent. But there are times where we may have a key message where we slow down, or we so we might say, for example, um, oh, let me just kind of <laughs> on the spot try to make this up. So I say, you know, it's really interesting thing what you're bringing up right now is a really interesting issue, Christy Lee, because we really need to be able to move our rhythm and pace around. Mm. So you see what I've done? I've done a little yes. bit. Do, 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 do. So we kind of lean into the key message. So I'm going to introduce another piece of science here or linguistic mm-hmm. science really, and that is this is the process when we're talking to someone. I mean, I'm a facilitator. I've been a facilitator mm-hmm. for like 400 years. Yes, <laughs> true. And so I'm, I can't help myself. I want, I love to share information and, and uplift people in in their knowledge, in their lives, whatever. But we're doing that regardless. Whether you're talking to someone about 
how they're doing the piece of work they've just completed or you're floating a new idea and initiative in a meeting, you're in control of the learning process and the assimilation of that content for those people. Mm. And when we're speaking, there's two levels of how they take that information in. There's the first level, which is, oh, what is it? The, there's the sim- I think it's called simple level and then there's a deep level. I've got my, my I just flicked out of my brain for a second what it is. <laughs> and so there, so when you're talking really fast, the information's going on like this. And mm-hmm. they go, okay, so there's information, it's about voice and we're talking and blah, blah, blah. but they don't have time to take it deep. Now, when we pause, when I say you can actually move the pace and rhythm of your voice around, you don't actually need to always speak more slowly. Mm-hmm. Now, I leave two gaps there. What happens in those gaps is you do what's called TDS or transderivational searching. And that information, lightning fast, subconscious, goes to your deep structures underneath and it makes meaning. Mm. And it says, that's interesting. I remember a time when I did slow down and you don't even notice you're doing it. Or, you know, Bill, he's always rushing and I just, I, I can never remember what he said. That's really it. And so what they're doing is they're owning your message. They're making meaning mm. of it in their lives. So if we don't create those moments, they don't make meaning. And, mm. you know, it's like, oh, someone was saying to me just this morning, I think it was, they were going, um, you know, oh, I come out of the meeting with, with, with her and I'm more confused than when I went in. And yes. I can't even remember what she said. And she's just given me six really important things I'm meant to do and I'm too embarrassed to go back and ask her what they are because she'll think I'm incompetent and mm. now I feel really anxious and stressed. Mm. Yes, and I can see that playing out, that that exact scenario. I, I feel like it's a little bit, this won't be the right wording, but talking at someone rather than engaging in a conversation or trying to convey any sense of message when you're just talking, it's like talking at a brick wall. There's no, I really love that pause, giving time for um, that processing that you meant, TDR, I think it was called. TDS, yeah. TDS, yes. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it, it, and, and it's like, well, when will I do that? Like you don't need to kind of type it all up and put a line in between the pauses. You'll feel it in a conversation You'll with practice. Mm. You'll be looking at your people whether it's Zoom or live, and you'll be going, I want you to get this bit. You'll you'll feel it. You'll feel, I want you to get this bit. That's when you pause. Mm. This is where it's so important to have intention, isn't it, around what we're communicating? Absolutely, you know, and to go into the meeting with that, like to take a moment. Who am I speaking with right now? What is their preferred style? Because if their style is blunt and you go in and go, you know, Susie, I was just thinking that, that I don't think that's really working. So you're going, well, what's wrong with it? Yes. <laughs> so that person actually wants you to go, I've looked at this, it's not working. Okay, what do we do? You know. Now, if you're not that style, 
you can feel really intimidated speaking in that more blunt, shorter style of, of speaking. But if you go in all, I was just wondering, I was thinking about it, they think you're like a cloud. Mm-hmm. They're like, yes, can't even touch you. Like there's nothing tangible. There's no meat on the bones, you know. They actually want something to match. Yes. This is is about knowing your people and understanding their communication styles so that you as a leader can adapt your style to suit them. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, but, you know, you you don't need to do a lot. That's right. None of this is, it's practice and it's It's skills to learn. Yeah, once yeah, you once you've got the awareness, I reckon that any of you that are that are watching and listening to this at any point, you're going to look at your next meeting differently hmm. and start to notice the the rhythms of those conversations and the people that really land, what are they doing? Hmm. Do you notice the pauses? Do you notice the intentionality coming through in the words? Yeah. And I think think about the people on your team that are most influential in a meeting or in a group setting and watch what they're doing. Yeah. Really pay attention. Nice. I really love some of that science. It's very interesting. How awesome was that? I don't know about you, but I find the scientific side of it really, really fascinating. The fact that our team hear the tone first and that their brains process that well before they're hearing the words that we're saying, and the need for us to have intention about the messages we are delivering, I just find so powerful. And I'm sure you took something away from that discussion as well. When we come back next week, I'm going to share part two of the discussion where we get into a bit more detail about the different scenarios where you're going to want to use your voice as an impact and influence-making tool with your people. And it's a really, really interesting discussion. Now, before I go today, if you would like to reach out to Anne-Marie to find out a bit more about working with her and the work that she does, just head over to her website, which is just vibrantvoices.com.au and reach out and connect with her. She would really, really love to hear from you. And just a reminder, she has spared, uh, shared, I should say, a special free guide with those of you listening. You can get that guide by clicking the link, which you can find in today's show notes, which is wherever you're listening to this podcast. It's got 10 tips to help you learn how to love the sound of your own voice and speak with confidence and credibility with your team. I highly encourage you to go ahead and grab a copy. That's it for today's discussion. Thank you so much for joining me and tune in again next week where I bring you part two of the discussion with Anne-Marie Wilshire. Have an awesome week.